Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B Queen B. Back with episode two, season two of the Tea with Queen B. I have to keep reminding myself that it's the second season, so yeah, bear with me. Of course, I got my right hand hitting with me, the motherfucking goddess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't, 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 don't. <laughs> no, that's the shit right there. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's going on? Y'all, um, I know that because we dropped the pod on Wednesdays now that, you know, I'm kind of like missing things. And of course, this last week has just been a doozy. There has been so much that has happened in this past week. I feel like I'm on month four or five of the year already. Like, 2021 is off to the motherfucking races, y'all. So, in more ways than one, pun definitely intended. <laughs> so, of course, uh, we're recapping the insurrection, attack, uh, terrorist attack, whatever you would like to call it, in the most negative light possible, is what it needs to be, is all of these crazy-ass Trump folks, a.k.a. white people, storming the Capitol of the United States. Uh, like, what? Like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to speak too, too much on it because I know everybody, you know, we just been inundated, inundated, whatever, but I've got to speak my piece about it. Because <laughs> that shit is crazy. I really can't even really find the words, so. You really can't. Like, okay, boom, boom, here go my perspective, boom, so here. Here, here I go. Like, I was at Walmart, and I had happened to be looking at my phone, and I saw, like, a breaking news tweet or something that said, Trump supporters take over U.S. Capitol. So, I was like, what? I'm thinking they're at a rally or, you know, that, you know, maybe there's some unrest going on down there. But never in my wildest dreams did I really think that white people were this bold Right. As to take over the U.S. Capitol. Like, st- ram them. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, y'all straight up baby kid the motherfucking U.S. Capitol. Like, yeah, it, it's such a slap in the face. Like, the audacity. Who organized this? The caucasity. Yes. Who organized this shit? The unmitigated goal. No, they, they, they had to be organized in some way because... They were talking about, you know, being in military gear and... Who's the top dog? Right. Who is the top dog head honcho? Because it was... I mean, at one point in time, people were getting upset because they were saying that police were, you know, allowing these people in and things like that. Um, They definitely were outnumbered. You know, you're Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, thousands of people out here and... I'm sure not even a hundred, you know, police out there. Like, I mean, what what can you really do? I understand, you know, they should have used way more force than they did on these people. So, y'all in somebody's pocket. I mm-hmm. mean, regardless of y'all was outnumbered, outmanned, or whatever, had that been us, 
rubber bullets would have been flying before you could have even tried to get over the fence. That's something was Trump people. Yeah. That's probably his damn family, bitch. I wouldn't be surprised. That's the part about it that pisses me off. Like, of course, now y'all all heard this narrative, you know, if it were us and, you know, things like that. I mean, I was outraged. I was outraged. I woke up to that. I was like, ain't no way. What? This ain't real. I, I, I thought it was like a joke. I thought somebody was over-exaggerating mm-hmm. until I got home from Walmart. I'm like, let me put on the news. I put on the news. It's dead ass people scaling the side of the damn Capitol like they on a rock climbing safari or something. I just can't wrap my mind around how that even... How do you let these people just climb over that shit like... I'm blasting. Like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure y'all all know that this uh, Ashley bitch or whatever, you know, she's the one that got um, killed or whatever, the Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Because whoever that was on the other side, when she was the first man through the door, they, they just said, fuck it, they just started blasting. Like, where do you even get that in your mind that this is the way to get things done? And are we supposed to feel bad for her? No, I absolutely do not. I have no... Because, right, like, you weren't gunned down like that. Like, you you walked into that. You That, was, that was something that you should have took into consideration before you took your white ass Where your best at? Everybody, wait, where your best at? Bitch, come prepare. You talking all that shit online. Y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all seen this Ashley character, Ashley with an eye, whatever the fuck. Bitch, look, I mean, your family, look, they probably can't even come to your funeral because it's COVID, so sorry, like, not sorry. I'm, no. Like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And then the videos that they released just just didn't make her look any better, you know? Mm. So, look, I have no remorse. All these white folks y'all see getting pulled, um, the the police coming to get them at the uh, airport. Oh, yeah. girl, just yeah, lost they're her on legs. The, um, they're on the, the no-fly list or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the old girl had her, her her heels on and everything. Guess what? Her knees buckled to the ground. She just stopped moving because how dare they? You know, how dare they label us terrorists? How dare they infringe upon our how rights? How are you not? Because what y'all were doing, I mean, that was peaceful. To right, y'all? Right. And then the Capitol, y'all didn't go to, to stores and shit. Like, other, y'all weren't just looting. You went to the Capitol. Yeah. Y'all went, apparently, they had a list of demands that included the vice president stepping down, resigning or something, and um, some other things that they wanted to happen among, you know, turning over the vote that, you know, um, Joe Biden is the president-elect. They just... You know, basically went crazy. And it's just so funny how the double standards just keep, you know, just surmounting. Just, you know, one after another. Like, y'all had this whole Blue Lives Matter, the police are here to protect us. And y'all literally bashed a Capitol Police officer over the head with a fire extinguisher. Correct. Did you see that um, that the U.S. Capitol Police chief resigned? Yeah, resigned. Yes. And lo and behold, what did they put in there? A black woman. Mm-hmm. Why, did, why, why do y'all always want our, our time to shine to be, you know what I'm saying, after some real reckless shit that went on that you want to distance yourself from? I'm, I'm all for her. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get her name, but 
that's a great achievement in her career and she should be proud of herself but she's walking into the fire and that's what they fucking do to us yeah send us in there to clean that shit up yeah it's ridiculous on top of that I was hearing, um, of course, there are going to be conspiracy theories and things like that, but I was seeing some picture references of a bunch of crisis actors. Mm -hmm. And there were tweets that were basically saying the faces that they had put up as, like, the three main guys who were, like, inside the Capitol. (laughs) Someone had a caption under it and was like, none of these people are actual Trump supporters. And all the real Trump supporters took their asses home when they said there's a six o'clock curfew now i don't know how much of that i believe to be true but i am fully on board with the fact that there are crisis actors that have been put in our situations to incite riot and rage and ensue the people you know all of that so i do not put it past this organization this movement that there were crisis actors in place for them too because there's just no way that y'all have police shields ramming through windows and people, officers are holding guns to y'all faces and not blowing y'all fucking heads off. Yeah. You know damn well. Damn well if it was us. Mm. Mm. It would have been so many more deaths. They killed that woman. It was like 2013. That woman was having a mental breakdown in her car with her daughter in the back seat. And she basically like ran over a... a checkpoint at the Capitol and they gunned her down in her vehicle right. with her child in the back seat or whatever. Zero fucks were given. How did you let this... Y'all knew this was happening. Right. Y'all knew this was happening. All that National Guard, all that bullshit that y'all had for the all the the, the Black Lives Matter all the, the, the race riots and movements and all of that. Y'all were so prepared. Like y'all literally just let all these hick ass fucking white people who none of them were from here just come bring all types of COVID and bigotry into our city. That's basically what Like what made y'all think that y'all didn't need more officers on uh, standby? Yeah. What the somebody had like tweeted an audio clip. It was like a video where Trump was saying he was like we're coming to the Capitol. Like he told y'all what to do. He told y'all they was coming. Right. Like, and then, not even that, it gets even worse. Like, I know you saw that, um, that bitch that was on camera with an onion in her hand. The bitch had an onion! And tried to say what, that she got uh, sprayed. She on. got sprayed with mace. Bitch had an onion. What did she say? This is a revolution? <laughs> yeah, bitch, it is a revolution. You rub an onion in your this goddamn eyes. a revolution. Eyes. A fucking onion bitch. in her hand. Was it a soup revolution, bitch? Like, is this a joke? She really tried it. And, I mean, the onion was blatantly there. Did you see it? Yeah. In her hand. In her hand. In the little rag she had a fucking onion. Like... Y'all stay. Are you really trying to create the narrative that fucking bad? So basically, you know, that reporter on CNN, I forgot what her name was, but she summed it up and said it in the best way. You know, you are basically saying that this is not our America. Brown, black people like me. This is not our America. This is our America as long as we're doing what you want us to do. Mm -hmm. And as long as the narrative suits you, as soon as it's not, you will not hesitate to show us that we do not matter. 
And then you will do, y'all are willing to put y'all lives on the line for quote unquote democracy while basically breaching the constitutional process in the same breath. I just don't fucking get it. And so now, you know, my feelings about it is, you know, what do we do? Because, you know, we're all outraged about it. We're all, you know, in our feelings about it. You know, what do we do? We we, we can't take to the streets because we look like we're no better than them. Right. You know, uh, if we... You know, we're, we voted and we did all the things. We got out there. We're doing the things and keeping our feet on the ground. What else do we do? Like, what's next for us? And it really, I don't know where that conversation should even start. I need to have an activist on the pod or something like that. Someone who's knee deep in it because, you know, how many fights can we have where there's nothing being done? Nope. All all we doing is getting our people killed. So yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know what to do. And then it's the blatant privilege. This this guy, what's his name? Amber Jacob. We don't Jacob. Look, Jake, Jake, Jacob Chansley. This mother hunchy. His mom says he hasn't eaten since Friday because the detention facility won't feed him all organic food. Bitch, eat my butt. <laughs> like. Are you fucking kidding me? Y'all gotta stop playing something. Y'all gotta stop doing what y'all doing. Organic. First of all, half of the shit that has the word organic on it ain't even organic. That's number he one. You fucking try. Get down it. to the nit grip. Bitch. bitch, you are in jail. You are not supposed to be sitting there eating fucking um shrimp scampi and Yeah, <laughs> and, and getting my fucking asparagus and cauliflower and shit at the jail. Like what do you think? Well, die of hunger then. I mean, it's, it's, look. Start what yourself. you thought? I mean, they they really think they're not supposed to have no consequences. Like, the fucking privilege. The Nobody fucking privilege. I have no sympathy on the numerous uh, revolutionary, uh, you know, people, I guess, whoever they thought they were, that was going to start some shit and you basically didn't even make it back home because you're dead. Yeah. You're dead, dead. They said this guy, um, it was literally like a thousand ways to die. Like the way everybody died was like a thousand ways to die in real Not life. Not even by the police, like. No, the guy, he like, we went into the Capitol and he was like scaling the side or something and he had a taser on him and I guess the way he fell, he fell on top of the taser and it went off and like he basically tased his testicles like to the point where he had a heart attack and he died. Like, you can't make that up. <laughs> I mean, no, actually oh, you man. can because it sounds that fucking wild. Oh, but y'all really put y'all lives out there on the line for what? Because some shit is going to go on with or without you and it has to because mm-hmm. if not, look, regardless of whether you believe in this government or, you know, you don't vote X, Y, and Z, you still live in a free country mm-hmm. and I know there are going to be people that don't agree with that statement free because of you know the disparity between black and white and you know all of that I get it but in terms of you being able to live your daily life and you know be able to come online and say fuck Trump if you want to and you know talk your shit and you know all of that that part is that part 
And that if you let this shit happen with no consequences, then you basically put all of our free lives at jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to be, they want to have their own little Black Lives Matter movement so bad. They really do. They want to, look, I mean, I know y'all ready to just go to the moon already. I know y'all planning it, okay? <laughs> I know y'all planning to leave us down here and go to the moon, okay? But it's not, it's not yet, baby. It's not yet. So y'all just gonna have to, you know, grin and bear it, hunker on down because, you know, you're no longer, you know, the majority. You are like basically in the minority. Correct. That's why you're trying to so hard to protect this Anglo-Saxon view of what purity is, and look how hard it is for you to fucking maintain. If it, if you were so elite. Why is it this hard for you to maintain, honey? <laughs> well, why, why is there ever a one-drop rule if you're so superior? Why does just a drop of black affect you in every single aspect of your whole life? Now, it's not even the fact that they run us. We run them because they're so fucking busy trying to figure out how to keep us out of the fucking loop that we basically run their fucking lives because look at you out there dying and fucking carrying on when you could just let us be. But did you see the sprinkle of black people? I really no. did. I saw people chanting fuck Black Lives Matter and main dude numero uno in the front was a brother. And why not claim that he was there for research or something like that or he was there to report one of them was looking like How the fuck did you find out about it and you ain't tell the rest of us what was going on? Correct. One of them was looking like Carlton, so I knew he meant to be down there. <laughs> I knew he meant to be down there, Carlton. You talked to your frat bros, and y'all planned this. Y'all came up from Tennessee, and this is y'all frat bros weekend. It's a chance fuck Black Lives Matter and dumb shit like that. I'm over it. I know y'all are over it, too, but we can't just act like it did not happen. So... I know we have to go back to our regularly scheduled program, which I do intend to do on this podcast because I ain't going to wrap y'all up about this shit, you know what I'm saying, forever, you feel me? But I did just want to, you know, talk about my feelings towards just everything. I was I was so, I was more, oh, y'all know Missy's on the scene. I was more outraged that, I was, okay, I think the part that made me so upset was thinking about the carnage and the violence that would have happened if that were us. Yeah, I think that's why everyone is really upset. You watching all this stuff and you like, ain't no way it would have been a, a, a fucking massacre. It would have been a massacre. It would have been a straight up yeah, situation. Forget the bubble. I'm telling you, they would have came guns akimbo, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. They would have came out there like it was nothing. And that's the part that enraged me. I was just thinking about all of the civil rights movements and, you know, people turning hoses and dogs on people. Like, so many things could have happened to all them fucking people out there. Like, do you think that you, if you had came out there with the fucking hoses on these motherfuckers that you would have had all that happening down there? No, y'all could have broke up a crowd if y'all really wanted to break up a fucking crowd. We can't even peaceful protest. Y'all got these, these motherfuckers. I can't. I just keep saying it. Storm the Capitol. Did you see those pictures? I mean, 
20 years from now, we're going to be talking about this. But first of all, 20 years from now, I'm still going to have people trying to school us online about capital and capital. Okay, first of all, first of all, I understand, you know, grammar is very important. I am, I am one of those people that you need to know the difference between there, there, and there. Okay, I totally get it. But we have other things to worry about. You know, there's other fish to fry than being worried about an O and an A, okay? Everyone's a goddamn expert, okay? Now, if you live in D.C. and you're from D.C., they do teach you the difference between capital and capital, I believe, in school because of North Capitol Street and, like, U.S. Capitol, whatever, all of that. Uh, look, pardon my French, but fuck off. <laughs> fuck the thing about the wrong shit, Okay. You know what I mean. Alexa, play uh, Kanye uh, the wrong things. Like, you worry about the wrong things. Like, we're going to have to explain how this fucking happened to your kids. You know, there are people who, you know, kids are trying to figure out what is going on. What are they looking at? Like, it's just, it, it's bigger than exactly what happened. Like, that shit was wild. That, it was wild. Look, all I, all I just want y'all to know is that when y'all ready to, you know, be unified and, you know, have a revolutionary plan that, you know what I'm saying, sounds real good, count me in, bitch, okay? Because, look, if, if we could get away with some shit like that, we could get some shit done. Never. What? It'll never happen. That shit is, oh my God, it's crazy. Anyway, you know what? I'm not talking about it. We'll definitely, you know, keep y'all updated on, you know, if there are any arrests that's happening, you know, what's going on? Like, what are the consequences and repercussions that are going to happen after this? Like, it's it's not over. Is Jake going to get his organic meal? Oh, fuck off, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, guys. If you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, jumping right back into the show. I had to, you know, relax, relate, release, and get my mind right because I'm still a bit um, outraged. But we're going to jump right into the history tease of this week. This week coming, January 15th, 1929, is no other than Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Marty Ma. Marty Ma. You know we live with some Marty Ma. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting um reflection on his birthday this year i think because of everything that's going on um if you have come to the city or you knew from the city um have you seen the martin luther king um statue the yeah. monument yeah it was really really nice mm-hmm. so y'all better have okay look come on be a tourist in your own city it's a lot of fun but we all know that martin luther king is you know a pivotal person to the civil rights movement. There are a lot of other people after you start getting a little bit older and doing some research, you learn there's a lot of 
people's backs that he had to stand on so he could get to where he was at. But he is a figure nonetheless. Every hood got an MLK. They do though. Make a left on MLK. You just had to do it. I had to do it. So definitely, um, we're going to give you an early happy birthday. Shout out to MLK. So y'all, I had to get off of all the, the heavy, heavy, heavy that went on this week and jump into some lighter entertainment tees this week because baby... I don't know if people are just ready to start the new year with a bang, <laughs> but baby, it started with a bang, bitch. Yes. Like, it's just too much going on. First of all, y'all killing me with the busted challenge already, okay? <laughs> y'all killing me with the busted challenge. Um, I'm saying that probably because I'm a hater because I couldn't get my ass to work out. Yes, she really tried, y'all. <laughs> she tried. I, I sat here and watched. <laughs> It wasn't working out. Maybe we too old for TikTok. Maybe we are. I don't know if it's just I just don't know how to work TikTok and I'm not good with it. But instead, I took some really amazing flicks for y'all. You know, that's basically how it worked out. I mean, I get, you know, we have these challenges that come along every couple months that basically just give people a reason to get dressed anyway. Yeah. Y'all, the dog has been attacking me. I don't know if I smell good. Or something, but she just can't stay away from her auntie. I mean, she's just in love with me. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's just uh been a lot of cleavage and ass and a whole lot of Megan knees. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm love enjoying it. It really shows how people, you know, how we sitting in the house in quarantine looking crazy. Right. And then we could turn up just like that. Right. It, it always, I feel like, yeah, like the internet always gives us a reason to get dressed every few months. Like, yeah. I just wish they had down to the one for the dudes. Because, like, I, I don't know. I like seeing dudes that, like, really get fresh or whatever. Yeah, like, they have some challenges for the dudes. I don't so. want to see you get fresh and put on foams, my nigga. Like, I don't want to see that. You feel me, my guy? I just want you to, like... What was the last one? Was it the Don't Rush Challenge? Where, they, think, were, yeah. where they were suiting up? It was, like, yeah. It was, like, the basketball teams and all of that. It was, like, a spicy, but oh, you know. I mean, look. I'm not mad at the Busted Challenge. I, I'm more upset, like I said, that I couldn't... Partake. Technically, it wasn't working out for you. You had some technical issues. Me, I just personally couldn't get my knees together just yet. We're still waiting to see if Amber, you know, busts out with, you know what I'm saying, the the mega knees. I mean, I told you, it was a little difficult for me because, you know, I'm teammate all day. And this Erica Banks, is that her name? This Erica Banks hoe is like the Megan wannabe. It's like the biggest old lady and stuff. So I was like, do I want to be a trader like this? Because I, I don't want to be promoting her music and all this. <laughs> She's a little stallion. Yeah, it's a cute challenge, but it's like, I feel like it's a little hate towards Meg. So, you know, it, I'm just going to sit here and watch. Yeah. Um, I was, like I was telling you, I didn't think about um, Meg first. I thought about Saweetie and Tay Money because they have a song called Bussin'. Um, and it's a little bop, but like, this busting just came and just blew that one out the daggone water. Right. You know everyone likes hot her. <laughs> you know and everyone, everyone likes that one part. So I think my butt getting big. That was direct dance favorite. Yes. And that applies to my life right now. So I feel like, you know. Amber's been giving herself treatments. 
And you know, it's you know, it's getting better. It's getting better. Y'all, you follow me. Stop it. You follow me on Instagram. You know what's Wait going on. Wait till the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news, we heard that Dr. Dre had a brain aneurysm and was like rushed to ICU or something. And uh, I think he's still in ICU, like right now, like recovering, but he had a brain aneurysm. And I was a little confused. Why? Because a few hours after said aneurysm, he like sent out a tweet and was like, I'm doing well and recovering. Everybody, thanks. And I'm just like, nigga, you tweet? (laughs) I was a little confused, but they said, you know, he's recovering well. And... Basically, Dr. Dre's ex-wife is trying to kill him. I mean, if you looked at the movie, what was that? What was the movie? The um, N.W.A. What was it called? Oh, Straight Outta Compton? Uh-huh. Okay, so then I watched Michelle's story, Surviving. Right. And so I really don't feel bad. I'm sorry. That's why I really didn't follow up with the story because it's just like, you probably, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if his wife was, you know, was trying to kill him because look how he treated Michelle and he probably still, you know, ain't all together upstairs. You know, right. he was abu- really abusive to her. Yeah. And, you know, I, maybe he hasn't tried. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, the singer Michelle who sings something in my heart. Hey, don't get me started. I know this is one of Amber and I's favorite songs. I turned it up in here. Oh, yes, every time. Michelle said in her biopic that, like, you know, he was like abusive and like controlling. And oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. So maybe he was putting a pause on his um wife and you know, whatever. But when I say old girl trying to run that nigga pockets into the ground. She waited. She she was smart. She waited till he really stepped his paper up, cause now you know Dr. Dre got some real money. He had he had money before. Now he got wealth money. You feel me? She waited till that nigga's pockets got real right and said, "Empty, a motherfucker." <laughs> she put the gun on his temple and said, "Run your pockets, nigga." <laughs> I mean, look, it's karma. It was gonna come back for him eventually because I mean. After all that he put uh, Michelle through, he gave her like a half-ass apology later when they talked about it like later in life. I was watching something and it was just a bullshit apology. So it's yeah. like, I mean, it's calm. I mean, look, whether you feel bad for the man or not, look, he's tweeting. So I guess he's <laughs> doing all right. Much uh, oh. power to you, Dr. Dre. Hmm. Um... I don't know if y'all saw a sidebar. This just happened earlier today, so I thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious. So, The Shade Room posted Tyrese, the singer, this motherfucker, posing with, in a picture with none other than the fabulous, just turned 50, Mary J. Blige, the Love queen, her. period. And was like, all trying to like, touch on her leg. Yes, what's up with her? And... First of all, do yourself a favor and watch it with no sound and just look straight at <laughs> Mary J. Blige's face. Fucking classic. Like, I feel like her character on, um, if you guys watch Power or, or Ghost, yes. I feel like her character came out right there. Like, literally, she looked at him like, 
You are the scum between my toes. Yes. Don't you dare touch me. I don't give a fuck about no Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so disgusted. <laughs> she was so disgusted. And, of course, that shit spread like wildfire. I have seen it on every hood ratchet news, DMV news, uh, shade room. Like, I've seen it everywhere because you tried it. And, Tyrese, the internet does not hesitate to make fun of you every chance it gets. Like, you played yourself. Like, you, 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 you played yourself into the realm of corny that you can no longer come out yeah, of. Yeah, it was corny. Because, you know, Tyrese used to be like, a sex symbol a little bit like you know knew if it was not for social media you would not know him and other people like their personality you would not know he was a cornball yeah like bow wow yeah yeah i mean if you didn't know you know what i'm saying like he's just like such a pawn then you would have no idea if it was not for social media we like, would not we would still think these people was cool i mean tyrese come on now how you want to act like that yeah we can't take you serious come now. On now keeping it ghetto like hey. no <laughs> <laughs> i should have known you was fucked up deal you put that in the song right <laughs> yes but <clears throat> that shit was so funny it was hilarious i don't know what the, this is the part this is why i wanted to talk to y'all about it real quick it's something about a man's ego when he is at a certain status in life mm-hmm. that men think that behavior like that is okay. <laughs> the fact that you even thought that it was okay to touch a woman in that way that you're not involved with or, you know, anything. I don't give a fuck what you want it to look like for the pictures. You don't know this woman like y'all best friends or something like that. Keep your hands to your fucking self. Yeah, like... What made you think that that was, you know... She's not a groupie. She's not a bitch, you know what I'm saying, waiting in the VIP to get a picture with you. She's Murray fucking J. Blodge. Yeah. And then all the cameras was on them like, you thought this woman was about to let you touch up on her thigh and have all these people get flicks of it? Right. No. So a storyline could be going around? Definitely not. And definitely not with you, Ballsy. Milk no. Doug, get the fuck. Get the fuck on somewhere, Tyrese. Like, baby boy head ass. Right. Come on, Jody. You went over the line, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of, um, you know, players in the game and all that good stuff, we have the unmitigated GOAT of all time, Lori Harvey has bagged Michael B. Jordan. <sighs> Are you surprised, though? Now, this is my... Okay, number one, everybody keeps saying, like, oh, she's reached the pinnacle because she's with Michael B. Jordan. This bitch was smashing Diddy and his son. Like, correct. what do you mean? Like, I, I get it, you know, in terms of, like, you know, as far as he's a popular and movie star and you know, all of that. But, like, what makes Michael B. Jordan any better than Trey Songs or any of the 500 other men that this bitch is connected to? Like, don't get me wrong, though. It's <laughs> with a bag at. Right. Michael B. Jordan, let me Google your net worth. You know, she she ain't going for nobody's slum. When Lori messed with somebody. But, 
is that something in Hollywood that's just like, okay, is that what they just do? Like, the whole short-term dating thing is oh, so you weird. Know it's not going to last. It's so weird to me. Like, you know it's not going to last. Like, okay, so she's getting all these niggas that, that, you know, got the coin, but are you keeping them? I was just, yeah, like, I mean, what is the point to say that you done fucked around with this person, that person, that person. Are you leaving on your own accord? Like, yeah. she, it, it's never messy. You never hear about, you know, a, a bad split between them or never. It's just, like, yeah. somebody like, um, uh, what's her name? Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has been connected to a lot of, you know, men or whatever in the industry. And, like, when she breaks up with them, it's like this, you know, she you know, brings out an album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just like this thing, like, oh, I was really with this guy and I love him. Like, Lori be bouncing, okay? Like this a, is not a good look at this point. Like so, a crackhead chat. To, to, like, to me, she's not the goat. Because it's not a good look. It's not even like you're in a long-term, serious relationship. You see this bitch jet-setting and on vacation different places with, and then you know two months later it's somebody else so it's like I mean, she's basically living the actual city girl's life so you're like you ran through, through at this point I mean, you keep it a little discreet because you're bouncing around too much at this point we don't want to know who the next right but so is it the fact that she's not discreet about it because she basically like i said she's giving what you know all the bitches are basically saying like nigga wear that bag yeah, get that braid get that hair to leave uh, but it's like at some point like you want to look classy so bad Lori but at this point you don't at least to me <laughs> if you're going to do it you cannot try to put on this classy image and yeah. just be moving like that moving through these, these niggas like that and then you know <clears throat> Steve Harvey I mean, at this point, can you give anybody advice? <laughs> Stop. I love Steve. I do. I do love me some Steve. I think she just being rebellious because the other daughters is married and shit. Yeah. Is she is she younger or older than them? She's older. She's younger. Oh, younger? Like, the twins are older than her, I believe. And they're all, like, married with, like, you know. I get it. Live your best life. But if you're going to bounce around like that, maybe you should just be a little more discreet about it because I mean I mean you're posting like you're really in love with these niggas but it don't last more than a couple of months does she um do anything does she have a job I have no fucking idea what Lori Harvey does you don't even I mean she is like Tommy at this point (laughs) you ain't got no job like what what are you doing to sustain yourself as an independent as I would love to know that like didn't she go like go to Somebody let me know what Lori Harvey does for a living. Please, like... I never thought about that. What do you do for a living? I can't even... Even the Kardashians, you know, they have their makeup lines and this and that. Like, what do you do? Oh, I don't... Keeping up with the Kardashians filmed this last season, this last show, and there were, like, so many people on Twitter that, like, was honestly in their feelings about it. And I was like... These bitches have been online showing y'all their lives for how long? Like, are you not over it? Yeah, bye. Bye. Like, <laughs> go on about your business. Please mm-hmm. do. I'm not sad to see it go. I didn't even realize the shit was still coming on. I thought we were still watching old shit. Right. Because but... I don't keep up with it. I know my girl, um, 
she likes keeping up with the Kardashians, but they said it was on for 20 seasons. Yeah, 14 years or something like that. That's crazy. But, I I mean, mean, we saw the transformation. They was looking awkward as shit in the beginning, and then as the seasons go on, we've seen three or four faces from each one. Yeah, they look like dolls at this point. Uh, Pretty crazy. Um, Lori Harvey, live your best life. I do want to know what you do for a living up, girl. Right. I do want to know how you get your coins. Are you just spending up daddy's money? Do you have some endorsements? I mean, you must. She posts like nothing business. Only like uh, when she has I don't photo even shoot. hear this woman speak. Yeah. I literally do not know what this woman sounds <laughs> like. You, I, I, she almost doesn't exist. She's like a thought bot. She is literally a thought bot. Like. Break out the plastic box in case of emergency. <laughs> like, you never hear this bitch talk. I mean, you just see her getting on the plane, off the plane. Yes. Posing for this photo shoot. What are you taking a photo shoot for? Right. <laughs> Where is your picture? Because I yes. get a Vogue every month and you're not in it. <laughs> She's beautiful. But She's it's gorgeous. like, what do you have going what on? What that cootie cat do, bitch? Yes. Yeah. What does it do? Because it doesn't hold on. It doesn't to hold anyone on. They just trying to snatch on for their life. So I mean, to me, the innocence and the class went away when she was dealing with future. I was like, oh, that's what we doing. <laughs> he blatantly like gives no shits. He's so nonchalant. The way he like is off and on with his baby mother, like Brittany, and just oh, come on now, future. Everyone says the shit that he says and means like to me he degrades women and you were just you right take up. him serious right under with your hand under your chin looking at him like hey yes <laughs> oh boy well michael b jordan let's just see how long you can hold on because the way you was looking in her motherfucking eyes y'all look like y'all was about to make a black twilight anyway <laughs> moving on also in my news, we talked last week about the Baltimore mayor and how, you know, he was telling people, you know, pull their mask up, shorty. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in Baltimore, mm-hmm. they listen to club music. Mm-hmm. Somebody then took the mayor's voice and made a club version with the pull your mask up, shorty, pull your mask up, shorty, <laughs> pull your mask up, shorty, come on, uh, uh, pull your mask up, shorty. download it so I can make a twerk video. I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm, look, that might be where the money resided, because <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, okay. Let me download this. <laughs> Did you download it? No, I didn't. Oh, I'm I need to see. Sometimes it's harder to find club mixes on Spotify. I don't know why, but I think it's they play me. too much. I wonder what his response was to that. Because I'm pretty sure he's heard it at this point. Don't worry, I'll get into his account later. <sighs> Anyways, um, the 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 one major thing that I wanted to talk about this week, aside from. Uh, the capital slash capital O or A, you choose. Um, <laughs> is Jasmine Sullivan release of her new album, Hotels? Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, bravo, bravo at the, the title of the album. Yeah. Hotels, as in hotels. Oh, right. come on. You don't get no better than that. I mean, and then she didn't even do the H-O-E. Oh, my gosh. Okay, bitch. Ho, 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 bitch. And it ain't even Christmas. Right. (laughs) Y'all, Jasmine Sullivan. Okay, first of all, 
Um, <clears throat> Jasmine Sullivan has been around for a long time. This, I feel like, is her getting, like, her credit kind of where it's due. Like, her her first CD came out, and, like, everybody was just like, oh, I bust the windows out your car. Right. And then, after that, mascara was, like, really huge or whatever. And I think Love it. a lot of uh, that had to do with uh, people kind of coming back around to her was when she did Insecure, and they were hearing that on the show. Mm-hmm. And it kind of opened up a whole nother audience for her. But... In recent um, months, Jasmine Sullivan uh, has lost a lot of weight. She looks so good. A lot of weight. To the point where people were, like, saying the dumbest shit online. She looks healthy. She doesn't look like she's sick, you know, or anything like that. She actually revealed that she went vegan with her mom because her mom got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. So, she went vegan to support her mom and in turn, you know... She's, you know, basically dropped all of these pounds. Now, her head is still large. If that were me and I was losing weight, that's what I would look like. My head is only going to go down but so many sizes, okay? But nonetheless, she looks fucking amazing. So, it first started, I knew that the CD was going to be a banger when I first heard, um, and I lost one. Because I liked it, but it was better live. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be a banger when she dropped Pick Up Your Feelings. Yeah. When she dropped Pick Up Your Feelings, I was like, hold on, hold on, bitch, then pull my muffin cap back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like it all better live, though. I just, I yeah. like her in general better live. live. Like, I watch her live on YouTube all the time. Right. Now, I did too. I did a little bit of research for myself because. She just had her Tiny Desk performance, which, if you all have not watched Jasmine Sullivan's Tiny Desk performance, I literally, there were moments, first of all, right out the gate, she was runs, 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 runs for days. Like, right out the gate, she was already showing you that she was about to get vocal. And <clears throat> I want everybody to watch the live because you could see how happy she looks Mm -hmm. like she genuinely looked happy like she was having a good time did not care for the trench coat that she was wearing i was wondering what was up with that i liked it because the um pits were cut out and i like that differentness of it but for the figure that she has now even in pick up your feelings she wore like something that wasn't very form-fitting like she's still dressing in her mind like she's still like fat Jasmine Sullivan and she's not but if you look at live videos of how I went back and you know she just I don't know her face her face just looked different like there was like you know you knew well I'm a fan so I knew that she was going through you know stuff Remember, she was, like, had been in a relationship. Yeah, and, a bad relationship. Yeah. You definitely can tell, like, um, her live performances from from the last album and all that. You can definitely tell a difference in her Tiny Desk performance. Yes. She just had an air about her. She played around with the music so much more. Like, the her vocals. And I guess this probably happens more because she's lost weight. Mm-hmm. But the control that she has has just soared through the roof. Like, I literally, I had chills. There were times where I was almost emotional hearing her. I mean, the voice and just, like, what she was talking about. And, like, first of all, the first track, Bodies, 
is a banger. You know, basically just talking about, you know, why am I picking up these different niggas every night? You know, why you got me going through this or whatever? Like, basically, why am I on your line this hard that me not being with you has made me act like this? And, like, Mm -hmm. my mom wouldn't want to see me this way or whatever, but, like, I need to remember who I am because I'm just, you know, racking up bodies on bodies on bodies. Lori Harvey. (laughs) You do know, look... Whether you believe in, you know what I'm saying, spirits and all that, whatever, on that. Every time you let a person into your body in that intimate way, a piece of them is with you forever. Mm-hmm. And I totally fucking believe that. That is the most intimate connection that you can have with a person, you know, physically, mentally, sexually, just in general or whatever. Like, why would you think that a piece of this person is not, you know, there with mm-hmm. you? I mean, I say that you got multiple personalities. Is that why these fools be out here cutting up? Maybe. Won't go away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little piece of me. Little piece of me. (laughs) (laughs) Pieces. Pieces. I can't even look. Bianca, sidebar. No. So. We're not going to sit here and talk about Jasmine Sullivan and you going to put this bullshit out. I know. I have to go on a tangent real quick. So, I was listening to Pieces of Me the other day. And I realized that if you are from the city and, you know, Go-Go is a part of, you know, your, not daily life, but, you know, something you heard. There are certain regular songs that are just absolutely ruined for you. That you can no longer hear the song how you're supposed to hear the song Mm -hmm. because I just hear backyard version in my head or, you know, like, um, hello Mm -hmm. by Adele. I can't even, even it coming out of my mouth doesn't sound like her version because I'm at the (laughs) go-go. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm talking about that. That's definitely a DC. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, the first track bodies was like insane. And then like through the, CD, you just kind of get, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, she's in love or anything like that, but it's like her working out some shit, like, why was I this way? Why did I let you make me feel this way? And Well, maybe, I mean, the, the last project was more of her being depressed, and maybe now she's getting some clarity. Right. Right, because the song was um, her and oh my god Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it's called but (laughs) I felt so many emotions like I said the musicality of it the lyrical you know just how good she was doing everything her her and her dumb but her and her they sound so good together the harmonies were out of this world and it was like two, like, they didn't even speak to each other when they were on the stage, but the mutual respect, you had to see there were certain times where her would be playing and she would just stop and look at Jasmine while she was singing because mm-hmm. she would hit these insane runs and, like, she would be looking like, God damn, like, right. it was just this mutual respect for, like, two dope queens. And Jasmine Sullivan has been trying for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. she's been out here for a long time. When I was at Art Institute, Jasmine Sullivan, I believe, went to UArts, which was right around the corner. And they would have, like, little, um, you know, parties, little college functions. And 
you know, people would run into her and see her all the time, and she would just, like, sing for everybody. Like, you know, she was mm-hmm. just real cool, easy, dope. So I know that there are a lot of people who are, like, madly in love with Jasmine Sullivan. She is the modern-day Jill Scott to me. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely. She's definitely my favorite. She's underrated. Yeah, she's Always underrated. has been. <clears throat> yeah, she's definitely, I mean, Jill Scott is more like, you know, our moms love Jill Scott. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me we some motherfucking Jill. Jill. But as far as, like, uh, grabbing a younger generation, like, when you listen to the Tiny Desk, there was jazz. There was hip-hop. It was poppy. It was bluesy. It was so many things mixed into one that you could almost call it something on its own. Like, it could stand by itself. I, I, I liked it. Um, the You liked it? Oh, shut up, y'all. <laughs> Liked it, not liked it. Oh, I liked it better after. <laughs> okay, got it. Stop trying to play me. Uh, when I heard the Tiny Desk, I liked the songs better than when I just sat and listened to the album. Like I was like, oh, okay. When I sat and listened, like in my earphones, but when I watched Tiny Desk, I liked it more. Yeah. I've watched the Tiny Desk probably three or four times already. You did? Yes. I have, like, picked it apart. Like, I keep keep watching it. And, like I said, it's just the runs and, like, you know, her voice just registers so low. Like, it's just... It's everything. Yeah, I think I saw that Jasmine Sullivan. You know what? And it made me go and look at other live videos of her because I just love her so much. I have to see her live. And every time, she, it's been something every time, either it's sold out or something every time she comes here. I have been trying to see Jasmine in concert for life. Five First years. of all, I don't want to go to this concert with you whenever it does brand happen. <sighs> they get brand new. Did you hear that? Yes, I heard it. What's your favorite Jasmine Sullivan song? Well, I'm, I'm brand new. That's your favorite? Yes. This ain't bad. Watch it live. You'll understand. <laughs> You'll understand. I have watched uh, that one live, and it was really good. I just feel like now it's her time. It's, you know, kind of like how, like, Meg Thee Stallion just came in and, like, basically just slid right in on Cardi B's spot. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, fuck all that bicking head and this shit or whatever. I got something different for y'all. And she did it effortless, effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan is in a genre of her own. She's in a class of her own. You know, these, you know, no shade, but like these summer walkers and, you know, they, they not fucking with her. They not fucking with her. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, none of that. And the only reason why, because this is a fucked up ass world, that she hasn't, you know, risen to that superstardom that should be hers is because she has struggled with her weight. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason. Even Jill Scott, even Jill Scott could have been, Jill Scott is a legend to us, but around the world, she might not be as, you know, well known or whatever. She's, mm-hmm. you know, she's, you know, the difference between, um, black famous and you know like real superstar famous you know mm-hmm. there are black famous people like you That's should know true. who Barry White is right Perry. my man if you don't know who Barry White is then you need to revoke any I black car my okay did we tell him that you used to 
want to marry very white and take we all his money. probably did tell y'all before that, I don't know, the youngest shit saying I was going to marry very white and take all his money when he dies. I don't know where I got that mind frame that young, but I promise you, I don't think like that. You're pretty hurt, too, when he died, when you find out he died. You was I hurt. I know, because I, I wanted him to die so I could take all his money, but then I was like 10. Like, Amber, you was hurt when and he's ugly as shit, but I loved his voice. Why did I his voice do something to him? I love his voice. So young? I love this little flipped up curl in the back. But I why that young did his voice do something to me? That is not okay. Like, literally, <laughs> Amber would be like, Tisha's like, mm hmm. When I get older, I'm a Mary Berry White. When he dies, I'm going to get all his money. <laughs> and she'll be like, I had my share with yes. Like, singing in the house. In oh, no. <laughs> it's always you. It's oh, never me. Oh wow! It's always. Are you serious right now? When you could think of a really good embarrassing story you have on me, you know, don't just worry. I'll think. Let one. me know first. You know what I'm saying? So I can feel the embarrassment coming. You know, I can prepare. But it's always you. Oh lord. But yeah, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, to me, is like one of those artists that just pours out her soul no matter what she's feeling, whether it be good or bad. Oof, you can feel it through the music. I mean, I literally was on the brink of tears. It was so good. It was so good. I mean, maybe that's just me and how I feel about the music, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, what else happened this week? So many things. I'm just... Ugh. Now y'all see they trying to impeach Cheeto head. <laughs> Look, I mean, at this point, they're basically just trying to stop him from running again in four years or whatever the case may be. Right. But again, you know, we have to be careful how we deal with censorship because, you know, on one hand, you know, with Twitter taking down his account and Facebook or whoever the fuck took down, you know, his accounts. You have to be careful about how you're censoring people because we do live in a land of free speech. And when you start censoring people, whether they be the president or not, you are infringing on them same liberties that people, you know, we go to war for and fight for our right to be a democratic people and all of that. So... Don't get me wrong. I'm in no way, shape, or form condoning anything that Cheeto had said or did. But just like, you know, we're able to get out there and hold up signs that say, fuck Trump and all of that, you know, he could basically be like, fuck all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, he's just basically showing you that this is who you elected. And so he's going to show his ass any chance that he gets. And all y'all crunchy ass people still standing behind him. He ain't really did nothing for y'all that, you know, made any difference, any significance to y'all lives. But if anything, cut y'all the egg on food stamps and shit. I was watching a documentary. I'm gonna wrap up the show in a second, y'all. But I gotta talk about this. I was uh, watching a documentary and it was about um like the poorest people, whatever in America. Mm. And they were like over in like the Midwest. They were over somewhere in like Wyoming or something like that and the number it was like 60% of people in the no 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 I'm lying this was not even in the Midwest the part of the documentary was in Roanoke Virginia for real? Roanoke there were people who <clears throat> they said twice a year 
they had basically health services that would come out and people would camp outside Mm. for hours and hours and hours just to get seen by a doctor to get seen by a dentist because they have no health care the whole town just the whole town everybody on food stamps they have you know a drug problem but these are white people that still support Trump Mm. and still you know they're living in trailer parks they don't have access to Healthcare. They're talking about how their food stamps have been cut. They're living solely off government assistance, having all these kids. Like that's the stereotype that you try to put on our people all the time. But y'all are the majority who needs it. Right. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> they was over there scraping that motherfucking change for cigarettes, talking about vote Trump. Like. Oh my God. So what you think Trump about to do for you? What has he done for you lately? Okay. Except make the the few allies that we have ashamed to be who they are right now. Okay. (laughs) I've seen so many of my, you know, friends. I have, you know, white friends or whatever. And they were just like, I'm just so ashamed to even be staring at this. You know, what I'm witnessing right now is just fucking crazy. I It's. Hopefully next week we'll have, you know, better things to say to y'all. Not that these fucking people try to stage a coup d'etat on the motherfucking U.S. Capitol. A or L, you choose. (laughs) Right. And on top of that, they already tweeting about how they plan on showing up at the inauguration. And that they're going to be in numbers so loud that they're they're not going to be able to be contained. And, and let me tell you, when these um, white militia groups, everything that they say they're going to do, they have fucking done it. The Proud Boys, all of them, when they say they're coming, they are actually coming. Don't take your asses down there. Don't take your asses down there. It's so sad that, I'm not saying that Biden is the best candidate or whatever, but he's still stepping into a monumental position, and he can't even enjoy it. He's not even going to be able to have a regular inauguration because right. of all of this going on. You can't even be a part of history and go down there just for the sake of saying, I was here because I don't want to die. Right. His best moment was, we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you getting. That's all you getting right It's not going to be peaceful. Okay. It's not. It's, I, I don't... I don't even want to go, I mean, I don't ever really go down there, but, you know, just to see, you know, everything that's, you know, happening, you can't even jeopardize yourself and put yourself in that position because these motherfuckers is talking about coming down guns blazing with no mask on. Like you said, I mean, what's going to happen is going to happen with or without them, so y'all doing all this for what? For what? And guess what? Ain't gonna be no consequences. Ain't gonna be no repercussions. All this on. jail stint bullshit is some bullshit. They gonna get a slap on the wrist and they gonna tell them to go on about their business. I guarantee that shit. That is wow. Wild boots. Wild turkey. Like literally. Like and, and and that's the part I'm saying, like, what do we do next? I'm so upset because what do you do next? Like y'all are beyond y'all y'all put us in a position where we can't react, we can't feel no type of way. What right. are we supposed to do? Like y'all just stepping on our necks every fucking which way y'all can. Mm-hmm. But you know, Langston Hughes said it the best. 
Uh, Negroes, meek and docile, sweet and kind, beware the day they change their mind. And that's just on some real shit. Just the day that we decide that, you know, enough is enough. Our our numbers unified really overpower y'all. So y'all had to come from the ends of the earth. We could just gang up on y'all DC alone (laughs) and y'all would be fucked. I mean, I'm just saying now. We just don't want to die. That's the thing. I don't want to die. Anyway, y'all, we sing through the whole. We do. We <laughs> literally have a song for everything. So just don't mind me. Don't mind her. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we do this in our regular life. Pretty we much. have a song for everything. everything. And people hate it. Like, girl, why you got a song for everything? Oh, I was singing Dream Girls and shit. Me? Yeah, see, because nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> I guess I hate my next. Anyway. So, <sighs> this week. We're going to wrap up with a business highlight of this week. Again, I'm always finding all of my entrepreneur divas who are friends from school and are really out here on their grind doing their thing. Everybody, don't be discouraged by all of this junk that's going on with, you know, COVID and everything. Keep on chasing your dreams because it's enough for all of us to eat out here. And I'm so proud of her. She started a cosmetic line called Flesh Cosmetics. And it's like a forensic science-based makeup, like inspired makeup. So some of her lipsticks like have names like Bloodstain, which is sold out, by the way, and it's so beautiful. I've seen it on several different ladies, and I'm like, damn it, I really want that. So I'm going to have to holler at you, girl, to get that back in stock. And another one called Suspect, which I thought was really pretty. So it's cruelty-free. So, you know, they're not testing on animals and everything. You can follow her on Instagram, flesh.cosmetics. Simple, nice, clean, love the name. Definitely get out there and support. It's a really, really well done makeup line. I can't wait to see what you have in the future. Because I'm definitely purchasing. Yeah, let me know when that blood stain is back and popping. Okay, Leah? Um, Y'all, what a doozy. <laughs> What a doozy of a Didn't doozy. I tell you that the new year meant nothing? We were still going to be in bullshit. This is why I say it might as well start to my birthday. I don't care. Well, hopefully, look, I understand it's the cocoa out here and everything, you know. But if I can just make it to one little spot that's warm, <laughs> you know, for my birthday. Like I said, y'all, I'm about to have some knee surgery soon um i actually just went to the doctors today and we're gonna see you know what's gonna happen in the near future the show is not going anywhere if anything i'll be talking to y'all twice a week because i ain't got nothing to do (laughs) basically anything else you want to say to your fans girl oh hey You play so much. Um, I just wanted to put out there that I probably should have um, posted it actually on my page. I want to say I just did it on my story. But I posted on the Instagram page. Don't forget to follow us, you guys. Um, oh, yeah. We just post more. Yes, we do. We definitely do. Y'all have been following. We have 210 followers on the page. Woo-woo. Celebrate all small victories. I am thankful for everything, Okay. Um, so we have over 200 followers now. Like I said, the page just dropped like two weeks ago now. So we definitely need to, um, post more. Follow us, Queen BT Podcast. That's Queen, the letter B, T-E-A Podcast on Instagram. 
I actually just did an interview. I forgot to mention that, Bianca. Yes. That I just did an interview this week um, with a good friend of mine. We went to school literally from elementary school up. He is in the military now. He is in, I believe now, is he in North Carolina? Gwaltney. Gwalt. We love you, Gwalt. Um, he has a podcast called The Enchiridion. Inchiridian. Inchiridian. Inchiridian team. The Inchiridian team. Sorry if I didn't say that right um the first time. But um I, I sat down with him and I had a nice little interview. We talked about my business. We had some laughs. So we will go ahead and insert that on the page so you can check me out. Yeah, check her out. I'm looking like the goddess that she is. We really are um, working to get more visual with y'all so y'all can see us more. I get people that ask me that all the time. Why aren't y'all recording live? And on- Look, okay? Look. Look, <laughs> see, live. I mean, yeah, we, we be doing a lot, so we should um probably... <laughs> We could do that. I be on my phone. I'm over, I'm over here working while I'm talking to y'all. We over here trying to entertain the dogs. Right. We got a lot going on. Right. We got a lot going on. We really should stop being trifling. I look, I'm definitely going to try to get better with y'all. When y'all see me propped up with the with the broke leg and all that, just know I'm here for you. <laughs> we love y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.